The town's hoity-toity stores line the south side of Stratification Boulevard. The sidewalk is generously wide, maybe 25 feet until you hit the curb, where there's diagonal parking, a two-lane eastbound road, then a grassy island before you hit the westbound road. North of that is a park with benches and swings and trees. It's pretty nice, actually. Spacious. So I'm walking east along the stores, mindlessly looking at the windows. The Commerce Committee hypes the diverse joy of the season, so, along with menorahs and dreidels, the stores all had white Christmas lights framing their windows, a faintly ecumenical winter wonderland. With the wind chill, it was Minnesota out there, so hardly anyone was on the street. One demented jogger, a bag lady in an alcove whom I heard say, I can't find anything in this house. Two non-local women wondering why the shops were closed. A fortyish guy glaring at his Bernese as it sniffed other dogs' urine on a hydrant. Anyone you know, Rover? The guy yanked the leash and disappeared down a side street. Otherwise, it was just me, chugging home. I won't go into it, but a few weird, annoying, troubling things that day kept trying to seep back into my head. Instead, I chose to think about my talk with Arnie. Some of what he said before the stuff about Fumi was so funny, I laughed aloud right there on the street. I felt good. I felt good. So, knowing me, Kami, you can guess that my high spirits had a narrow sell-by date. Marching sprightly along, I reached New Girl Fashions, a store for tweens that's a retail gold mine for the owner, Nat Uziel one of the town's more prominent Orthodox Jews, whatever that means. Maybe he sits courtside for the high holidays, I don't know. But more relevant, he was one of my longtime patients. Even more relevant, so was his daughter, Audra, a freshman at Columbia whom I'd seen that morning. She was one of my favorite patients, but I'd said something kind of stupid to her, the kind of little thing I'd torture myself over forever. I won't go into it, but suffice to say, as soon as I saw New Girl Fashions, I thought of my idiotic comment and muttered under my breath, Oh, come on, let me forget my crap for one minute. With a real sense of defiance, I turned my back to the store and bolted ninety degrees to cross the street and continued my walk on the grassy island dividing Stratification Boulevard. Get me away from everything that reminds me... On my second or third step on the grass, my left foot landed on something lying on the ground. My ankle jackknifed, the joint lurching to such a grotesque degree that my ankle bone touched the ground, while my sole was still on the object I'd stepped on. I fell to the ground, grabbed my foot with both hands, and waited for the wave of nausea I knew was coming from the fifty times I'd rolled my ankle playing basketball. There was a delay before the pain set in. My next thought was, that's it. I'll never play hoops again. It took a good two minutes before the pain eased enough to let me swallow and stand up. With all my weight on my right leg, I looked around, hoping someone would pass by and give me a lift home. But the area was still deserted and spooky. Knowing me, you can imagine how my mind started spinning, recounting all my dumb mistakes and lousy luck leading to that moment. If only I'd have gone straight home instead of talking with Arnie which forced me to walk home along stores that, anywhere else, would be open and full of people who don't give a shit if you drive on a Friday night. 
I treated myself to maybe thirty seconds of wheel spinning before finally looking down to see what protruding tree root or wayward rock I'd stepped on. It was so dark I had to bend way down to see. It wasn't a root, and it wasn't a rock. It was Mossad kosher horseradish. A wave of pure, livid adrenaline shot through me. I picked up the bottle, wheeled around, and committed the first real crime of my life. I threw a bottle of horseradish on a beeline through the upper pane of glass above the sign for New Girl Fashions. I shattered the storefront of Nat Uziel's pride and joy, along with the way-too-peaceful monotony that had become my life.